was off the rim. Yeah. Yo, what's going on guys? ASAP Fantasy Football here and uh Let's go man. My first episode, first podcast ever. Uh I never really done one of these before, but I'm really interested to see how it goes. Um seems like something I would like to do. Uh you know, so let me get that out the way before I get some critique. <laughs> uh No, actually Nah, I want the I want the the critique. I want the tell me what I did wrong or you know what could I work on, obviously. But I mean, I'm probably talking to myself right now. <laughs> but so it, we'll have to see how it goes. Um, uh, first, I'm just my name is Mo. I mean, like you can call me that. Um. Um. Sorry. <laughs> uh I'm a I'm in college. Uh I like football. Um I played in high school. Uh not really too much in college. Well, not even not at all in college, but um I really uh, enjoy it. Uh I just got into fantasy football not too long ago, like uh a year ago, last year, twenty twenty. Uh as soon as the coronavirus pandemic whatever came uh it just kind of became one of my fun hobbies i like to do and uh yeah i like to talk about it uh yeah i just i just like it and uh i like to get more better at it and uh like gain knowledge in it i like like doing research uh and trying to separate like my favorites from what the real is you know, like, cause I like a lot of players, but I know that, um, like, they might not be that good in fantasy, but I have to kind of come to the realization that, you know, there's other better players, but not just who, who my favorite is, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, that's one thing I got to work on, but, um, yeah, I think that was a problem I had when I first started, uh, not too much anymore, but, like, I used to, for example, like, <laughs> uh, um, let's just say uh, Odell Beckham, you know, my favorite player of all time, hands down. Uh, I would, I was drafting him last year, like in the third round, sometimes even maybe second round, because like <laughs> I was like, yo, let's go, I got Odell, and it's like the second round. And I'm just like, damn, but why did I do this, man? Why? So I just kind of regret it, but yeah, it is what it is. You learn from it, and yeah, that's how you get better. From you got to get better. No, uh, the only way to get better is like taking L's. Like you'll never get better at something without taking an L. Simple as that. So I took my L's, <laughs> paid my dues, and I'm here, man. So 
first things first what I want to do is uh, I want to review my league my uh, not my league it's my this guy Zach uh, his name is straight edge his, uh, his thing is straight edge his username but uh, he made this league and with uh, four divisions it's a big league it's well put together you know my boy put a lot of work in that so I mean he's awesome uh, it's a four divisions league, so there's like four separate leagues, but it's all one big thing. And uh, yeah, anyway, the scoring in this league, um, it's really different than a lot of leagues. I think it's unique because um, in this league uh, for quarterbacks, like a good quarterback, is really important because first of all, it's super flex, so you need two good quarterbacks. Second of all, the scoring is like it's unforgiving. Um, for bad performances for example um there's it's six points for a touchdown but <laughs> if you throw a pick uh yeah good luck you get minus four points for a pick so quarterbacks that like throws like three picks in a game baker mayfield <clears throat> baker mayfield <clears throat> kirk cousins <clears throat> <clears throat> kirk cousins you know uh, <laughs> uh people like uh, drew Locke. Teddy B, um, you know, people like that, you know, they will not make it in this league. They'll just be trash. Um, but, yeah, uh, if you throw a pick six, Baker Mayfield, <clears throat> if you throw a pick six, you get minus six points. So, sheesh, that's just not something you want. Baker Mayfield, <clears throat> do not draft Baker Mayfield. He's trash. That I'm just get that out the way. Uh, if they complete a pass, they get half a point. If they don't complete a pass, Baker Mayfield, they get minus one point. Um, if they get sacked, Russell Wilson, <clears throat> you get minus one. Um, 40 yard completion is two. 40 yard touchdown is five. So yeah, pretty awesome. Um, oh, excuse me, three, not not two get three sorry about that and uh yeah the same bonus 40 yard bonuses for running backs and receivers and then on the tight ends you get plus uh 75 0.75 for a catch so you know makes guys more valuable at that position but yeah anyway man let's get into it uh first of all i'm not gonna be uh ranking my team um I'm just gonna rank my team last for no biasy biases and uh yeah i'm just get that out the way um i'm gonna go through my team first though but i'll just rank it last 12th so at 1-7 i got lamar jackson come on now you know me man you know i need lamar jackson in any draft i do simple no matter if i'm if i'm picking at the 1.1 i'll either try to trade oh um there's no trades allowed in this uh, startup draft but like once the draft ends you can trade but yeah like i said if i'm at 1.1 i'm taking lamar jackson if i'm at 1.2 i'm taking lamar jackson if i'm at one like no matter where i am you better bet lamar jackson my quarterback no matter where i am um yeah
What are you doing? Seriously? But yeah, man. Uh, enough of Lamar Jackson. My bad if my audio was a little off. Uh, I had to change locations, man. This is like my fifth time recording this, man. Oh my gosh. I did not know podcasts would be this difficult. Like, sheesh, man. I had to cut some audio. I had to... Oh, first of all, I recorded this and like, bro, it it went... It lasted for like an hour and 40 minutes. And I was like, bro, there's no way. Um, yeah, there's no way I'm uploading a podcast for an hour and 40 minutes. Like, <laughs> just on this league review, there's no way. Um, no one wants to just listen to a podcast for an hour, almost two hours of their life. Golly, man. So I was just like, scrap that. We, we got to go. You gotta go. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just speed through this. Um I'm just gonna review the first ten rounds. So your first ten picks and then Sheesh man. Yeah. This it just took way too long. I was going to like the fifteenth round, but I think I found a nice plan just to go ten rounds and and go go to the next guy. So man, I don't <laughs> like Sheesh, bro. That was a drag. Uh, Alright, anyway, let's get straight into it, man. So, number 11 on our list. I'm sorry. We gotta give it to my boy, Cold Chili. Gotta be number 11. Um, This is only for the fact that, as of right now... Oh, I forgot. We're not gonna be counting draft picks at all. We're only gonna be counting like the roster that you currently have right now. How competitive would it be and what I think it is, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just my opinion. So, yeah, please just don't get, like, angry or something like that. I mean, I love to just talk and, you know, talk about our each of our opinions, you know. that's I like that. I like talking. So, yeah. First, we got my boy Cold Chili. Uh... I mean, he took the first, he took the 1.01 with uh, the 11th pick. He's picking out the 11th slot, which, I mean, I don't hate the pick, but I don't know what you're doing with that pick. I don't know if you're going to take Trevor Lawrence. So, at the end of the day, yeah, your roster is what it is right now, and that's what I got to go with. So, he took George Kittle with this 2.2. Now, I like this pick. In my opinion, I would have rather had Darren Waller than George Kittle, but, I mean, they're they're really close. And, yeah, you can't really go wrong with uh, George Kittle, but I do like Darren Waller. Uh, Darren Waller, I mean, excuse me, George Kittle is a guy in, in the 49ers offense. Uh, I do see his targets going down. I don't think he's ever going to get 130 targets again, but that's just with Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel healthy. Um, and... The 49ers may be getting a new quarterback, but I mean, it, as far as Jimmy G goes, uh, having a healthy Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel, uh, I don't see George Kittle getting 130 targets a game. I just don't think there's enough targets in the offense um, to go around because, you know, Jimmy G isn't throwing the ball for 600 times or 500 times a year. Um, he's just not that type of quarterback. And 
Yeah, he's just he's not this is not the offense that's like this is a run first offense. Um that's gonna beat you on the floor. And Jimmy G is just yeah, he's just not that kind of guy. Uh uh, I see George Kittle like a hundred hundred targets is is nice to to give him. I see him getting like a hundred, maybe a hundred fifteen targets a year. Uh, yeah, I just don't see that happening. I just don't see him getting that many targets as he did with a healthy receiving core. And I have to say something. Somebody somebody for sure will not like this. But I have to say, George Kittle is not a top three tight end in Dynasty. Yes, I said it. George Kittle is not a top three tight end in Dynasty. And obviously that's my opinion. Uh, but you did take him as a second, which in my opinion, Darren Waller is way better. And yeah, you should have took Darren Waller. Um... Next, he took J.K. Dobbins with the 311. Uh, can't go wrong with that. J.K. Dobbins is a guy, you know, he's going to rush for, he's going to get like 250 carries in the Ravens offense. You know, they run it the most in the NFL. Um, he fell in the end zone nine times, which is very, very impressive with the amount of, um, with the amount of, work with his workload that he got i mean he barely he barely really saw the field until like the end of the later end of the season the last six games and he had nine touchdowns so he had two touchdowns in week one and then he didn't score again until week 10 and then he finished with seven touchdowns from week 11 to week 17 so i mean he pretty much scored a touchdown every single game he played in that span which is amazing. Um, that's exactly what you want with a running back. You go on a guy who's going to score touchdowns, obviously. <laughs> I mean, you want that for any position. But mostly, if your running back scores a touchdown every, at least once every game, like, damn, uh, you can't really you can't really uh, complain about that, especially him being a rookie. I think, in my opinion, him and DeAndre Swift were the best running backs coming out of college in 2020. But... I mean, obviously, Jonathan Taylor fell in the most beautiful situation. Oh, my gosh, man. He's obviously the top running back from this class, but DeAndre Swift and J.K. Dobbins are not that far behind Jonathan Taylor. Excuse me. Uh, Next, he took D-Hop, 4.2, nothing much to say. 150 target kind of guy, easily. I mean, this dude is just, <laughs> yeah, like, Nothing too much to say. Like self-explanatory, one of the best receivers in the league, and yeah, simple as that. Five uh, eleven. He took Austin Eckler. Uh, Austin Eckler. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little low on him, ever since Anthony Lynn joined the Lions as their offensive coordinator. Because uh, as you know, Anthony Lynn loves to use his running backs in in that uh, kind of like a receiver running back kind of role where he expects you to catch passes and he expects you to rush the ball for um more than (laughs) 
yeah, he he's the kind of a guy that's gonna expect you to catch a hundred balls a year and freaking run the ball on top of that. So I think without Anthony Lynn, Austin Eckler is gonna have like kind of a reduced role, and he won't be a running back one in my opinion again. But I mean, he's a nice solid running back too, and yeah. Next, he took Matthew Stafford with a 6-2. So, Matthew Stafford is the only quarterback, which is obviously why I had to I have this team so low. Um, I mean, it's a super flex league, so without that other quarterback, your team is kind of done for. But I like Matthew Stafford. I definitely see him as a quarterback one or if a low-end quarterback one, if not like a high-end a high end, um, quarterback two. But... I can see him finishing as like a top nine quarterback, top ten quarterback in the Rams offense with Robert Woods and Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby. Sheesh. And Cam Akers and Sean McVay. Like Matthew Stafford is a boss. Um I can see him throwing for five thousand yards in the Rams offense. I can see him throwing for thirty touchdowns. Um now one thing about Matthew Stafford is he does throw a lot of picks. Which, um, you know, it's kind of bad for this league. But if he can turn down the picks a little bit, he will definitely be a, a lethal quarterback to own. With the 7-11, he took Julio Jones, which, damn, that's a steal. Um, Julio Jones in the seventh round is insane. He's taken as, like, the wide receiver. Sheesh. Wide receiver 20. Um, Yeah, that's crazy. Julio Jones is is a top 10 wide receiver when he plays easily. Like, it's not even close. Um, Easily 1,400 yards. He doesn't score a lot of touchdowns, but that doesn't really matter when you put up 1,400 yards. He's easily 150 targets. And, yeah, that's just a steal. I mean, I should have took Julio, but I decided to take a quarterback. But, oh, well. Um, uh, next, he took LaVisca Chanel, which I think him and Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer and DJ Turk, like, this Jaguars offense is going to be really kind of overlooked a lot before this uh, draft. And then after the draft, I think this, you will see guys like DJ Turk, uh Keelan Cole, LaVisca Chanel, James Robinson, especially, their value is going to skyrocket after Trevor Lawrence, like, officially gets drafted. I think a lot of people are going to want a piece of this offense. Um, just because it's, like, that college-style offense to where Trevor Lawrence doesn't really have to adapt as much as he would if he went to more of an NFL, a traditional NFL-style offense. Um, yeah, I think Urban Meyer... That signing of Urban Meyer really is going to unleash this offense. I think it'll have a similar impact to, like, um, the Carolina Panthers, Matt Rule, uh, where you see guys like Curtis Samuel having a career year, Robbie Anderson, career year, um, sadly, DJ Moore. <laughs> not that, not the best of the year, but not too bad. And CMC was going crazy until he got injured, sadly, but... 
yeah, I, I can I can definitely see that kind of impact Urban Meyer has on the Jaguars. So yeah. Uh, next he took a pick, and then next he took Ron Jones, and we're gonna cut it from there. So his team, as it goes right now, Coach Ely number eleven. He's got Matthew Stafford, J.K. Dobbins, Austin Eckler, D. Hop, Julio Jones, Lavisca Chanel, George Kittle, Ronald Jones, Tony Pollard, and Tyler Higby in his lineup. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't see that as a real competitive as of now. I mean, you definitely, if you get that, if you get Trevor Lawrence, your team will definitely be, be way more competitive. And yeah, so. Next, we got my boy, Godzilla. Now, the only reason why, again, is you only have one quarterback. So, I mean, your team is really nice, but you just need that other quarterback. Now, you do. He did pick the uh, the second. He does have the second pick in the draft. So, we'll have to see if he takes a guy like Justin Fields or uh, Zach Wilson, um, Trey Lance. Any any quarterback really we'll have to see, or if he, he drafts a receiver, and then trades for a quarterback maybe. But yeah, as it goes right now, I don't see his team making too much noise, just because he only has one quarterback. Like I said, uh yeah, oh wait, he does <laughs> he does have Logan Thomas, which Logan Thomas can play quarterback, but uh, right now he's a tight end. But let's get into his picks, man. Uh, at one ten he took Joe Burrow, which. My goodness, Joe Burrow, Mr. Underrated. It's crazy how Joe Burrow goes from, like, the most overrated prospect in NFL history to now he's, like, underrated. People treat him like garbage, bro. They literally, they just treat him like garbage. They they're, they treat Joe Burrow like he's useless just because he got injured. Like, i seen guys trade I, I i just seen crazy trades involving joe burrow which i mean I, I just don't like it i don't see where it's coming from he's a boss he's definitely a top 10 quarterback for sure in my opinion he's better than justin herbert and he definitely in my opinion is ranked higher than justin herbert um but yeah that's just what i think Uh, so he's got Darren Waller. Oh, I'm not finished talking about Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's a guy, in my opinion, he'll throw for 5,000 yards. Okay, not 5,000, maybe 4,000 yards. <laughs> 4,000 yards. I mean, he doesn't really throw a lot of picks. Like, Joe Burrow's not the kind of guy that's just going to throw picks all game. Like, <clears throat> Baker Mayfield, um, he won't throw as many picks as Baker Mayfield ever, but... I think he can throw like 40 touchdowns under 12 picks. He's just a boss. Um, and yeah. With him, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. They're going to be a problem for sure. And yeah. Next he took the Walrus, Darren Waller. Uh, in my opinion. The tight end one. Yes, I said it. Darren Waller is the best tight end in Dynasty. As turn, uh, excuse me, in terms of his age, 
I know there's Travis Kelsey, but damn, he's about to be 32 years old, man. And I don't know how how he, his body is going to fare with his age. And I definitely see Travis Kelsey dropping down. But we're going to get into that later. That's a whole another topic, man. But, yeah, Darren Waller, I mean, he's basically a wide receiver. But he's basically like a wide receiver with the freaking 0.75 tight end bonus. Now, in this offense, there's, let's just say their receivers need some work. So, Darren Waller, you know, he, he got a big plate at the table. He's, he's, he wants, he, <laughs> excuse me. My bad. I I was uh, I don't know what to say. Uh, I was gonna say something about him being at a buffet, but man, I forgot. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he's a thousand yard tight end receiver. Um, he'll score ten touchdowns easily a year. Um, he he'll get one hundred thirty targets, one hundred twenty five targets a year. He's like I said, bro. He's basically a receiver, just playing tight end with the tight end bonus. Sheesh, man, this dude is just a boss. Unless the unless the Raiders sign like a big name free agent receiver, I don't really see his targets going down as much as he had 146 this year. I don't. I only see it dropping down maybe 130. I don't think ever below 100 though. But yeah, boss. Next, he took a pick. Like I said, he took the 1.3. Not bad, but, I mean, again, uh, my opinion, I think I would have rather taken J.K. Dobbins or Stephon Diggs rather than the 1.03. But that's just my opinion. Oh, and Calvin Ridley over the 1.03. I mean, 1.02, sorry. I think I would have taken Stephon Diggs or Calvin Ridley or J.K. Dobbins over the 1.02 just because... I just like them better, and I don't really like drafting picks, but yeah. Next, he took David Montgomery four point three. Um, I'm I'm kind of surprised because I thought David Montgomery would for sure go at least higher than he did. I mean, yeah, I don't know how he fell to the fourth round. There's a lot of running backs taken. I think I would rather have David Montgomery rather than Baker Mayfield at in the third round, 3.8, I think. And I would rather have David Montgomery over Tua Tungvaloa at 3.9, but sheesh, that's a nice pick, David Montgomery. Uh, he's a 1,000-yard rusher. Uh, he's a beast. Even in the Bears' offense, he thrives. So, I mean, I, I, his touchdowns haven't been as high, but I definitely see him scoring 10 touchdowns a year. I definitely see him um, rushing for 1,000 yards. And, I mean, if he can keep that up, you know, he'll be a running back one for as long as he keeps it up. <laughs> I mean, and he's also a guy that's going to catch 50 balls a year. Um, yeah, I mean, very productive year this year. And, I mean, I like David Montgomery. I know he has a lot of haters, but. I don't see where he's coming from. He's really good. Uh, yeah. Anyway, next at the five ten, he took Keenan Allen. Uh, in my opinion, I mean, this is just kind of like a safe pick. Even though I would rather have uh, Jerry Judy. I'd rather have Jerry Judy. I'd rather have Kenny Galladay. I'd rather have uh, Cortland Sutton. 
I'd rather have Juju. I'd rather have Deontay Johnson rather than Keenan Allen. Uh, yeah, and I'd rather have Julio Jones than Keenan Allen. But, yeah, I just, Keenan Allen is just getting old a little bit to me. I think 29 is pretty old for his type of skill style. Um, because, I'm not going to lie, he, he's lost a step as far as, like, his route running. Because, you know, that's what he's known for. He's known for his route running, and he got locked up a couple of times this year, which is a little bit sad. Um, I just, I don't see it. I don't see why, why, why the appeal of Keenan Allen, I know. He has had, he does have Justin Herbert now, and he's, he has had a couple of wide receiver one years. But, I mean, I just... I don't see him being like a top 10 wide receiver or I don't see him being a wide receiver one again. And I don't see him as a thousand yard receiver, but yeah. Anyway, next he took Chase Claypool, which great pick. Love Chase Claypool. He's a dog. Um, Even in the crowded receiving group, with Juju and Deontay Johnson, he still man even with Big Ben as his quarterback too, he still managed 110 targets. Uh, I think his targets will for sure go up if Juju leaves. They will for sure, for sure go up. He's a great 6'4", 230. I mean, he's a great red zone target. He's a great any anywhere target. <laughs> but he put up nine touchdowns. I mean, this is only his rookie year, so I definitely see him scoring over 10 touchdowns a year. Just because, I mean, he's like, uh, he's just a boss. I mean, I don't even know who to compare him to. He's, my opinion, I don't even know. Like, he's a thousand-yard receiver. Uh, definitely over a hundred targets a year. He's a wide receiver too, solid wide receiver too. And yeah, I mean, before the season. I was I was in love with Chase Claypool, and I thought he would take over as the number one spot, uh, number one uh, spot on the depth chart. But obviously that didn't happen. I wish it did, cause he would have been way way higher than he is right now. Uh, but yeah. Next, at seven ten he took a pick, and then at eight three he took Tyler Lockett, which I love Tyler Lockett, but. It's kind of like he's he's very inconsistent, but he's a nice wide receiver three for your team, which you did take him as your third receiver, and it's not too bad, especially when you have Keenan Allen and Chase Claypool, but yeah, he's just too inconsistent for me. I personally would never draft him. Uh, yeah, he's just kind of a boomer bust player to me. Uh, he did finish as a wide receiver eight, but when he did produce it was he produced in like spurts or like bursts <laughs> and then he would disappear and then he would produce again and then he would disappear so i mean not the kind of guy that i want to draft but yeah i mean he's good at, at the end of the year he'll he'll finish as like a wide receiver too but i mean he won't do too much for your team but he'll finish as a wide receiver too Next, he took another pick, and then he took Kenyon Drake, which I think Kenyon Drake is a bum. Uh, like, he's a free agent this year, 
which is exciting because they just the Cardinals just need to use Chase Edmonds. I mean, this dude Kenyon Drake is just he's not good, bro. He's just not good. He has never rushed for a thousand yards. He only rushed four yards per carry this year. He scored ten touchdowns. I mean, they were literally feeding him the ball this whole year. And he just barely produced. It's just so annoying because you got a guy like Chase Edmonds who capitalizes on every opportunity he gets. He finished as a freaking wide, basically a running back too. And you got a guy like Kenyon Drake also finishing as a running back too. Like, bro, how how are you the lead back? You're the, you're the guy that they're giving the ball to freaking 20 times a game. And they're giving you goal, all the goal line carries. And you still manage to be in the same realm as your backup. Like, bro, you should be a running back one, but you're a bum, so can't produce. And you finish as a running back two. Okay, next we got number nine on the list. Mr. Incredible Herc. Now, in my opinion, Incredible Herc, he is one of the better teams in this league. It's just the fact that his lack of depth and his lack of players that he has. I mean, he doesn't even, he doesn't really have too many, he doesn't really have too many players on his team. He has mostly picks. He has the most picks in this league. So, that's the only reason why. Um, But I do like his team. I think the best, uh, the most position he needs to upgrade is running back. Uh, and if he manages to upgrade his running back position, he'll definitely be very, very competitive. And oh, also tight end, running back, tight end. If he manages to upgrade those positions, he'll be very, 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 very competitive and scary. So, yeah. So he had the 12th slot. He took Russell Wilson as the eighth court, ninth quarterback off the board, which is a steal. Russell Wilson, I think he'll get traded this weekend. I mean, <laughs> not this weekend, but. I think he'll get traded this offseason. Um, he just, he's just really good. He's an MVP caliber quarterback. But the Seahawks just don't believe him, believe in, believe in him that much. Um, I don't know why, but the Seahawks just time and time again choose to rather run like a run-first offense rather than letting Russ just run the offense. And, you know, being the MVP that he is... Uh, now Russell Wilson, he he was in the MVP conversation from the better, the uh, the first half of the season. Uh, he was in the MVP conversation, and then the Seahawks kind of shifted towards a running offense. Uh, in the other half of the season, which I don't, I just I don't know. Pete Carroll needs to be fired, or Russell Wilson needs to get traded, and it would be better for both sides. Um. He threw 40 touchdowns this year. He only threw, I mean, not only, he did throw 13 picks, but I feel like that's, like, an anomaly for him. I don't think he'll ever throw 13 picks or around that again. He's he's definitely a guy that will throw for 4,000 yards. And, yeah, I mean, just a guy that you want as your quarterback one. Um, Next, he took Aaron Rodgers 2.1. I love Aaron Rodgers, uh, Mr. MVP himself. As long as he's graced on, uh, <laughs> as long as he blesses us with being on a football field, he's a quarterback one. Um, 
my opinion, he's a top 10 dynasty quarterback still, even with his age. And yeah, nothing too much to say about him. Rodgers. He just, he, <laughs> he doesn't throw picks and he throws tuds only. So, I mean, he's a boss. Uh, next, 3.12, he took Stefan Diggs, which I like. I love Stefan Diggs. He actually got Stefan Diggs as the seventh receiver off the board, which incredible value. In my opinion, Stefan Diggs is a top five dynasty wide receiver. Um, in Buffalo, he's at least 150 targets and 10 touchdowns, you feel me? So, yeah, just great pick. Next, he took Calvin Ridley, another dog, even with Julio Jones. I mean, this dude is crazy productive uh, this year. Uh, he got 143 targets, and he only caught 90 balls, but bruh, bruh, he caught only 90 balls, and he had 1,400 yards and nine touchdowns. God, hey, like, this dude is just a baller. He's a playmaker for sure. Definitely one of the best route runners in the league, uh, besides Julio, Stephon Diggs, you know, OBJ. But, yeah, just a boss. Um, then he took six straight picks to end off this review. Like, he took literally six straight picks from the fifth to the tenth round. Like, again, uh, you can see why his team is so low. But if he makes these picks and he and he gets his running backs right and he gets his tight end right, he'll be very scary. Definitely no doubt about it. All right. For sure. Next, we're going to go to number eight, which is... <laughs> my bad, that's my drum roll. BK Rice. Now, the only reason... Oh, excuse me. Not BK Rice. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Next is Keishia, number eight. Keishia, Keishia. Now... <laughs> Number one reason why I had you this low is because your quarterback is Baker Mayfield. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I just don't see where you were coming from with this pick. Um, You took him as the 11th quarterback off the board, which is a bit surprising to me. Baker Mayfield will never be. Our quarterback number 11 ever in his whole life. Uh, he just turns the ball way too. He turns the ball over way too often. And he just. He's not good as your first quarterback now. You do have Tom Brady. But I mean Tom Brady's probably going to play only one more year. So in my opinion you definitely need to. Need to do something about that man. I mean. Baker Mayfield, especially in this league, scoring settings is just not a quarterback you want on your team. He he's gonna impact your team more negative than positive, and he just drags your team down, in my opinion. But other than him, you have a great team. And let's see, you took Christian McCaffrey, one point eight first running back off the board, uh, well deserved, obviously. He's just he's a stud. Um, He's a guy that will carry the ball for 250 times. And, <laughs> bro, Christian McCaffrey, is, he's literally, it's like starting, like, a wide receiver two and also starting a, a running back one, like, at the same time. Like, 
he's the guy, he's gonna get 125 targets a year, and he's gonna run the ball for 250 plus times a year. Um, he's just a stud, and yeah, he's productive as hell. And I mean, I don't see that going any anywhere soon as long as he's healthy. Definitely a top three running back. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Now, your next pick is a little, little questionable. Um, Tyreek Hill is, uh, I don't know what to say about Tyreek Hill. Uh, you took him as the first, very first receiver off the board, which I don't agree with. And I think it was a mistake. Uh, Tyreek Hill is definitely not the first receiver in Dynasty. I don't think it's even close. He's more like top six, top seven. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't see why you took him here. But he's pretty good. Uh, I think he's had his best career though, his best year, which was 2018, and he had a pretty good year this year. He had 87 catches for. 1300 yards and 15 touchdowns which that's one of the main reasons why is his touchdowns but i mean i see that going down and i don't see him sustaining this level of production and i just think he's trash uh i just don't think he's good yeah i said it tyree kills is not good he's a return specialist and i just don't like him and yeah uh as you see in the super bowl uh, he just got completely negated, and yeah, teams just know how to stop him, and that's how you do it. You just all he is is just his his speed can only take him so far. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not the, he's not gonna catch contested he's not gonna catch contested balls with a guy in his face. You know, he just he relies on his speed way too much, and once teams take away his ability to get open and run in open space. He's basically just trash, you feel me? So, yeah. Straight garbage. Straight garbage. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that, but <laughs> that was pretty funny. All right, but yeah, next he took Baker Mansfield 3.8. Um, nada. Quarterback number 11. No way, Jose. No way, no way, Jose, Jose. No bueno. Baker Mayfield is just... Bad, bad, bad. He he only threw eight picks this year, but <laughs> even with him throwing only eight picks, he still finished quarterback 18. Like, that's how just bad he is. He's just a mediocre quarterback. Actually, he's not mediocre. He's less than mediocre, which is just not a quarterback you want as your quarterback one. I mean, if he was your quarterback two, maybe, but him being your basically main quarterback with Tom Brady the GOAT I mean Tom Brady is is we don't know how long he's gonna play I mean if he plays for one more year then you're screwed basically if he plays for two more years then now we're talking but we just don't know and as Baker Mayfield right now as your young you know quarterback one uh, I don't like it Next, he took Antonio Gibson with a 4.5. Antonio Gibson is just a baller. A shot caller. <laughs> I just need that in there. But, yeah, Antonio Gibson is just a stud. Uh, in my opinion, 
JD McKissick was kind of taking his shine a little bit, which I don't see that happening. I see Antonio Gibson in more of like a. I see Antonio Gibson as a pass catcher, like he was in college. He was a receiver in college, I'm pretty sure. So I definitely see him getting a Christian McCaffrey type of type of workload where he'll get 120 targets a year and also run the ball for 100, uh, 250 times. So, yeah, I really like uh, Antonio Gibson. Uh, definitely a running back one. Murray Cooper, on the other hand, I mean, bruh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, if they have Dak, if the, if the Cowboys get Dak back, um, he'll definitely be a very solid receiver, but as far as their quarterback, like they they just have question marks at quarterback. Um, I just don't know if they're even gonna sign Dak Prescott, or you know, no one knows what's gonna happen. So as of now, though, um, I like Amari Cooper. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like Amari Cooper, but all right, my bad. Hold on. <laughs> I just want to make it clear. I like Amari Cooper based on his, if he has a, a solid quarterback, such as like Dak Prescott or, you know, another solid quarterback not named Andy Dalton. Now, I like Andy Dalton, but I just don't think he can produce uh, three top wide receivers like I think Dak Prescott can. Um, in my opinion, if Dak Prescott is a quarterback, like Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, and Michael Gabb will all be pretty high i think michael gab is more of like a wide receiver three kind of guy uh cd lamb is definitely a wide receiver one and amari cooper can be like a low-end wide receiver one with Dak prescott but without a good quarterback you know it's not really possible uh next he took rocky sin with 6.5 i mean <laughs> he just took a pick i don't know why i said rocky sin <laughs> uh just a fun name to say right uh, but yeah, he took a pick with the 6.5 And then he took Deontay Johnson with the 7.8 Now, I love Deontay Johnson Like, bruh Even with Chase Claypool and Juju Smith uh, Deontay Johnson still had 144 targets Golly Even though he did have a lot of drops He only caught 88 balls But he had 7 touchdowns um, I think he can sustain 140 targets But like drops as a receiver you shouldn't be quite you shouldn't be too concerned with like a rookie slash like a young receiver having a problem with drops like you should not that should not deter you from drafting a guy because bro like they're receivers like they're, that's not gonna be a persistent like problem with them they're obviously just it's just a little a few mental errors that they can obviously overcome and they'll be straight like in my opinion people when they see Deontay Johnson they're like bro this guy drops the ball you know they hate on him and they just stay away from him avoid him which I don't think you should do that uh you know he's a receiver he knows how to catch the ball uh you just got to get over a few mental mistakes and he'll be there um next he took a pick and then he took Zach Moss now bruh bruh Zach Moss is trash. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why you drafted him, but hey, I don't judge. I mean, I for sure would have took Ronald Jones over Zach Moss. I for sure would have took a, like a Chase Edmonds over Zach Moss. Um, 
I for sure would have taken any other person not named Zach Moss. Like, Zach Moss is just trash, man. I just don't like him. He's not good. He's in Buffalo, which is even worse. Um, with Devin Singletary, by the way. I mean, um, Zach Moss, I just don't see him being nothing. Like, he wasn't even that good in college. I just don't see him being even a good running back in the NFL. Um, yeah, next he took the GOAT, Tom Brady. I mean, come on now. <laughs> Tom Brady's just the GOAT. Um, he doesn't throw a lot of picks. He threw 40. Bro, Tom Brady is 43 years old. He threw 40 touchdowns, 4,600 yards, bro. And his completion percentage is insane. This dude is just crazy. I love Tom Brady. Definitely the GOAT as far as... I'm not talking skills. I'm talking as far as just the quarterback position goes because you already know. You know what I'm saying? You already know Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback of all time, but... That's a, that's another podcast. Um, yeah, Tom Brady, and that's his team basically. Uh, a few nice picks after Tom Brady though. After the tenth round, that I just want to talk about uh, is Anthony McFarland, David uh, Devontae Parker, Robert Tunyon. Um, I like his picks after the tenth round, and I like his team overall. I just think his quarterback position, bruh, like you just need. Some help at your quarterback position, and you'll be straight for sure. Okay, coming in number seven, we got my boy BK Rice. Now, BK Rice, my boy, your team is you were you were sniping me this whole draft. Like, I was just annoyed with you. Like, bro, I wanted to confront you. I wanted to come to your house, and I wanted you to. And I wanted to fight you, basically. So, I mean, you were just sniping me this whole entire draft. It was just annoying. And yeah, so let's talk about let's let's talk about it, sir. All right, he took Justin Herbert with the one point six, which I mean, I wouldn't have taken Justin Herbert because you know I take the Lamar Jackson. <laughs> but yeah, Justin Herbert is a quarterback one for sure. Um, nothing too much to say. I think he's capable of throwing for 5,000 yards, uh, 40 touchdowns. Uh, he's not going to throw a lot of picks. And he can run the ball too, which I think he can rush for, you know, if he rushes for like five touchdowns a year, I mean, that's perfect. He'll, he'll be a boss. And, uh, yeah, Justin Herbert is, I mean, he's a little bit overrated, but, I mean, he deserves it. Uh, I don't see him as like a top six top five quarterback i don't see him as that i do see him as a quarterback one in dynasty but i just think he's just a teeny bit overrated and yeah he's still good though now let's talk about this pick dk metcalf as the second receiver off of the entire board dk metcalf bruh like justin jefferson at least like i don't see dk metcalf Ever, ever being a, a, the wide receiver too. Um, my opinion, this dude is not the the receiver I want as my as my wide receiver one, because there's one problem with DK Metcalf, bro. DK Metcalf is he's not he's matchup prone. Like DK Metcalf, when he goes against a great corner, he's getting locked up. He is getting it, like he, you can basically. 
Like, there's weeks where you're contemplating starting him or not. You feel what I'm saying? Like, he is matchup prone, um, which I just don't like. He's going to have to go against freaking Jalen Ramsey two times a year. So, I mean, you basically want to sit him anytime he plays Jalen Ramsey, which you don't want as your wide receiver one. Uh, Jalen Ramsey locks him up. So, do you want to start DK Metcalf against Jalen Ramsey? The answer is... No, you don't. Uh, DK Metcalf against Jalen Ramsey this year, he only put up. <laughs> it's embarrassing, bro. Like in his first matchup with Jalen Ramsey, he put he got four targets for two catches. Like, bruh, he put up four point eight fantasy points, and the next, he only scored eleven point nine points. He eight targets, six catches, fifty nine yards. Like, this is not a guy you want as you're running as you're. Receiver one, you feel me? Like, you don't have to, you you don't want to have the problem with contemplating starting him some weeks or not. For example, Devontae Adams. You're never gonna sit Devontae Adams. He's a must start week in week out. You feel me? Simple as that. Justin Jefferson, even he's a rookie, bruh. I'm taking Justin Jefferson over DK Metcalf, bro. I'm taking Michael Thomas over DK Metcalf. I'm taking, like. Honestly, I'm taking A.J. Brown over D.K. Metcalf. Like, I just don't want D.K. Metcalf on my team. Simple as that. I'm sorry. I mean, he finished as a wide receiver seven, but he's just not the, not the guy I want as my first receiver. He caught 83 balls this year for 1,300 yards, 10 tuds. But, yeah, mm-mm, mm-mm. He's matchup, bro. Uh, that's not who I want on my team. Next, he took C.D. Lamb. CeeDee Lamb, same as Amari Cooper. I mean, he's really good, but he just has a lot of question marks at quarterback. But it's still a great pick. CeeDee Lamb is a boss. Um, he's a thousand yard receiver for sure. I see him catch. I see him scoring ten tuds a year. Uh, I mean, even with the questionable quarterback play he had this year, um, he still finished as a wide receiver twenty two. And there's definitely some times where he kind of disappeared from the game. I don't know if he got game planned out or if if his role. I don't know what that if, it, if any of that was a problem. But I know he, he is very talented and he can definitely be a wide receiver one for sure. Um, next, he took Miles Sanders with the 4.7, um, which, I mean, not a bad pick. Uh, I don't really like Miles Sanders. Um, I don't don't see him being running back one. I see him being more of like a running back two, a solid running back two for his career. Um, But yeah, as long as he's in Philadelphia, as long as like he's there, I mean, I don't see him ever being a running back one. But I mean, that could change. And who knows? This year he finished as a running back 24. Last year he finished as a running back 14. So yeah, I see him as like a running back two. Uh, I don't, he rushed this year for 867 yards and six tuds. Uh, he did carry the ball for 529 yards per carry, which, I mean, it's not that bad, but yeah, I mean, bro, you just, you got to score some more touchdowns if if you want to be a running back one. You can't, you can't score six touchdowns as a starting running back and think you're going to be a running back one. 
And even in 2019, bro, he only scored three touch. Bro, he only scored three touchdowns and three receiving touchdowns. Like, bro, if you want to be a running back, when you you got to put some touchdowns on the board, my boy. Simple as that. All right. Next, he took. Wait, what the? Next, he took T. Higgins. I mean, great pick, T. Higgins, boss. Uh, yeah, he's a boss. Uh. Nice, solid wide receiver two, wide receiver three. Uh, I don't see him ever being a wide receiver one. But I maybe, actually, I'm not going to say ever because definitely in a few years he could be a wide receiver one, but just not right now, not at this moment in time with this, with how many stacked, with the wide receiver position being so stacked. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, yeah, I just see him as a wide receiver two, wide receiver three as of now, at least the next couple years. Um. This year, to be honest, I don't even know who played quarterback for the second half of the season <laughs> for the Bengals. I'm not too sure, but even with that, like, he was turning up. Uh, he scored, I think, two touchdowns after Joe Burrow got injured, but he was definitely the wide receiver one on the team with Joe Burrow out, and... Yeah, I mean, I see him being the wide receiver, one of the Bengals. Him and Tyler Boyd, they're going to be a problem. Uh, I do see him scoring um, maybe 10. I mean, I don't I don't see him going over 10, but with Joe Burrow back, who knows, man? Uh, who knows? But, yeah, he's definitely a 120 targets a year kind of guy. Uh, yeah, I like T.A. All right, next, he took... Jerry Judy, 6.7. Uh, yeah. Jerry Judy, 6.7. Now, if you know me, man, you know I love me some Jerry Judy, bro. And this was this was at a time in the draft where I was at 6.6. I'm right behind BK Rice. And I'm just thinking, like, bro, I was going between TJ Hawkinson and Jerry Judy. And I'm just like, man, you know, 0.75 premium. Like, God, I can't pass that up, man. So I chose TJ Hawkinson over Jerry Judy, man. I wish I didn't, but it's whatever. I see TJ Hawkinson as a top three tight end. Like I said, take Kittle out, put um, Hawkinson in. Excuse me. And, yeah, I do love Jerry Judy, though. He had a lot of drops this year. Uh, he had 113 targets, which is pretty pretty dang good. Um, he only had 52 catches this year, which I think, man, this year was a fluke. <laughs> this year was a fluke, bro. I'm gonna just I'm gonna put it as a fluke. He only scored three touchdowns. Sheesh. I mean, ah, man, I love Jay Judy, but. This was definitely a fluke, man. Uh, he's definitely going to bounce back off of this with Corton Sutton back. Uh, that will definitely help him. I think Jerry Judy is the, one of the best, uh, if not the best, run runner in the league. Um, I think he just finds ways to get open. He makes himself a nice target for the quarterback. And, yeah, I love Jerry Judy. And I think you should be expecting more of, like, this last game he had against the Raiders. Uh, where he got seven targets for five catches, <laughs> 140 yards, and a touchdown. <laughs> you should expect that pretty much every game next year. I love Jerry Judy, man. God, man. 
he's he's just so good and uh yeah that's pretty much it uh next he took aj Dillon. bro i'm not even gonna talk about aj Dillon, bro like aj Dillon is trash i'm sorry mike iseki with the eight seven uh Mike Gusecki is pretty good. I mean, the only reason why I wouldn't draft him is because of his quarterback, Tua Tungvaluwa. Um, I just don't like Tua, bro. I don't know. I think, I mean, I just, I don't see him sustaining, like, any sort of real fantasy relevance. Tua is just meh. Like, Mike G was... um. Mike G was, at the end of the year, um, used in the offense pretty much every single game. But just, like, two is just so inconsistent. Like, you don't know what you're going to get out of him. So, I mean, it's hard to really predict Mike Iseki's stats. Or, yeah, as long as two is there, I don't see Mike Iseki ever being, like, a top five tight end. But not a bad pick at all, but... I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, next, he took Chris Carson, 9-6. Now, if he resigns in Seattle, that's uh, probably just the best uh, landing spot for him. Uh, he's definitely a running back, too. Um, he's a 1,000-yard receiver, and hopefully he can fall in the end zone uh, a lot more than he did this year, which he was pretty much injured most of the year. But when he did play, I mean, he was very productive. Uh, I, he, he definitely would have ended up as a running back one this year if he played every game. But, I mean, yeah, he had some injuries. And, yeah. Next, 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 next. He took Hollywood Brown, man. Hollywood Brown is the dynasty wide receiver one. I'm going to end his team as that. Hollywood Brown is a dynasty wide receiver one. We're in a different era. Get over it. Whoa! Simple. All right. Next, we're going with number six. Six, six, six. My boy. R-D-Y-B-A-S. Coming at number six, man. Now, the main reason why I have to put you at number six, bro. <laughs> you took Travis Kelsey as the second overall pick, bro. You had Deshaun Watson, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray. Bro, why did you take Travis Kelsey, man? Why did you take Travis Kelsey? I just, I don't know, man. It's just, I mean, your team is still crazy, but golly, it would have been so much better with, with one of these top quarterbacks, man. Your team would have been nuts. But yeah, man, Travis Kelsey 1.2 that's the highest i've ever seen him drafted uh i started fantasy last year he never got drafted that high i don't know what made it change this year but sheesh 1.2 that is a lot you can't keep getting away with it he can't keep getting away with it he won't <laughs> yeah but travis kelsey Again, as long as he plays, I mean, he's really old, so I don't know how <laughs> how that would work, but, um, like, he's easily just target machine. I mean, easily 130 targets 
like it'll never really creep too low under that. Uh, he'll score ten touchdowns a year. Uh, he's just really, really good, and Patrick Mahomes loves him. He loves throwing him the ball. Uh, he and Travis Kelsey doesn't drop the ball. That's that's the crazy part. Like he'll get one hundred thirty targets, and he'll catch one hundred and ten targets. You feel me? Like he just doesn't drop the ball. He put up fourteen hundred yards this year. Uh, it would have been good enough for the wide receiver four, and then plus you get that tight end premium bonus. So. I mean, that's crazy to me, so, yeah. the only reason why, I mean, this wouldn't be that bad of a pick if he was, like, 26 years old, but just the only reason why is he's 31, man, and that's really old to me, and I think it's, he's the same age as Grunk, think of it as that way, and you think Grunk is finished, he's done, he's, you know, he's old, and then you look at Travis Kelsey, like, bro, they're the same age. He's the same age as Zach Ertz. Like, in my opinion, he's just too old, man. So, yeah. Next, my boy took DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift is, man, he's a boss. He's he's a kind of guy that's going to take, like, an Alvin Kamara role in the Lions offense, especially with Anthony Lynn. Like, bro, that's the best thing that can happen to uh, DeAndre Swift is Anthony Lynn signing with the Lions. Uh, yeah, DeAndre Swift, uh, he's the kind of guy, you know, he'll rush for 1,000 yards, and then he'll also catch the ball. He'll he'll also get, like, 100 targets, and who knows how many yards. I mean, uh, he'll if he can rush for 10 touchdowns and... Uh, catch like five touchdowns six touchdowns i think that's pretty reasonable uh he's definitely he'll definitely be a, a running back one in dynasty this year i mean not this year but in dynasty but uh yeah DeAndre Swift is a running back one my rankings I, i'm gonna have to release those soon but yeah DeAndre Swift is a boss i like it and i like that kenny g's leaving marvin jones is leaving and it's basically going to be him and Hawkinson and Quintess Sivas going crazy. Uh, yeah, I like it. I like it. Next, he took the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, I'm, I call him the Offensive Rookie of the Year because he got snubbed by Justin Herbert. He took just Justin Jefferson, uh, wide receiver six this year, um, 1,400 yards. Bruh, he only caught 88 balls for 1,400 yards and seven touchdowns. Like, bro, that's just, that's called production, bro. That is called production. When you catch a ball only 88 times and you got 1,400 yards as a rookie, bruh, bruh. <laughs> that's it, self-explanatory. Next next pick, man. Joe Mixon, 4'11". Um, I don't really like Joe Mixon. He's a solid right, uh, running back, too, uh, with Joe Burrow back. Um, I just, I don't see him really being a running back one with all these new running backs in the league that I think, you know, kind of moves and pushes him down to a running back, too, uh, like a middle of average kind of guy, like a top 15 kind of running back uh top 20 but i know i don't see him going in the top 10 ever again uh yeah next james robinson boss dog whatever you want to call him a uh, thousand yard rusher he'll catch 
if he like if he just has this year that he has, and which is not too much to expect out of anyone, he only caught three touchdowns and he ran for ten touchdowns, which not not bad at all. Um, undrafted free agent, he's just a dog. Uh, yeah, I mean if he keeps this up, I mean he'll be a running back one. Simple. All right, next. He took Kirk Cousins. Oh, uh, my bad. I moved on from James Robinson. I lost my train of thought. Uh, James Robinson with Urban Meyer, with Trevor Lawrence, with all these offensive pieces, DJ Chark, uh, LaVisca Chanel. He's going to be a problem. And, yeah, like I said, it'll, it'll definitely have, like, a Matt Rule kind of effect on the Panthers' offense. Um, but, yeah, just switch it with Urban Meyer and the Jaguars, and boom. Next, he took Kirk Cousins with the 6-11. The only problem with Kirk Cousins I have is his interceptions. Like, he throws a lot of interceptions, and he had a career year this year. He threw 35 touchdowns, but uh, I just think that was his best year he'll ever have. And he's more of like a 2019 kind of Kirk Cousins where he throws 26 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, 3,600 yards with um average a little average below average completion percentage which that's more what you can expect from Kirk Cousins quarterback 19 I think yeah just fits him nicely <laughs> like a quarterback 17 quarterback 19 you know in that range uh Troy oh sorry that's a pick he took a pick with the seventh pick and then he took Matt Ryan with his uh Eighth pick, eight, um, eleven, um, Matt Ryan to me. I mean, he's just a definition of no, the number twelve quarterback. Like he's a quarterback one, but he's not really like a top five kind of guy. Um, he's he's like a ten to twelve rangeish with Julio Jones healthy, with him himself healthy, with Calvin Ridley healthy. Um, he's definitely like a ten to twelve rangeish kind of guy. But yeah. Um, next he took Leonard Fournette with the ninth pick, and then he took Jalen Rigo with the tenth pick. All right, that was Rudy Bass number six. Okay, number five we're going with my boy Cam Bros. Now, the only reason we're going with number five with Cam Bros is his second quarterback situation. He has Jimmy G. As his second quarterback, basically. And Jacob Eason, which... Um, I don't see either of these... I don't see either of these players um, being really fantasy relevant. Uh, I don't, I'm not even sure Jimmy G will have a job. But I do like Cam Rose's team. Um, definitely top five team in this league. But it's just a matter of if he can get another solid quarterback. Just because I don't like Jimmy G or Jacob Eason. But, yeah. Anyways, he does have Deshaun Watson, which he picked at the 1.3. Now, man, I wish Deshaun Watson gets traded. In my opinion, he's the second best quarterback in the league. Obviously, first is Lamar. But, yeah, Deshaun Watson just so cold. Uh, he will not throw a lot of picks. He'll throw a lot of touchdowns, not a lot of picks. And he has a rushing ability. Like, he's just so good, and 
yeah, I mean, he's the top three quarterback in Dynasty. Uh, next, he took Derrick Henry, uh, King, Derrick Henry. Um, not too much to say. Like, he's a running back three this year. Uh, not really, not not really going to change for the foreseeable future. Uh, he scored 17 touchdowns this year. Like, he's just a boss, bro. Uh, nothing too much to say. Uh, next, 3.3, took Devontae Adams again. In my opinion, Devontae Adams is going to fall off a little bit, but not too far. He'll definitely still be a top seven receiver. Uh, I just don't see him being a top three receiver. Um, this year, 2021, but he definitely is still a wide receiver one. He is a dog. I mean, he caught 115 balls, but he only had 100, uh, 1,300 yards, and he had 18 touchdowns. Like, bro, he's not, he's not getting close to those numbers again. He is not scoring 18 touchdowns again, like... He's just not, uh, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's easy to put up these numbers when you're the absolute only target on offense and you have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. I mean, yeah, that's just not going to happen again. But anyway, he drafted Michael Thomas, which I think is the steal of the draft. Um, Michael Thomas, this is like the 11th receiver off the board. Uh, sheesh, I mean, what can you say, Michael Thomas is a dog, um, I mean, he's a dog, he's a top five dynasty wide receiver, um, he's, he's a thousand yard receiver, he's gonna score ten touchdowns, and yeah, he's just, he's productive as hell, and he's a boss, next, he took Chris Godwin, uh, Chris Godwin, I mean, uh, I don't know what to say about Chris Godwin. He's a free agent. I don't know if he's going to uh, play in the Bucks this year. If he does play with the Bucks, I think his value will be steady. He'll be a nice wide receiver too. But if he signs elsewhere, I don't really see him doing too much. But we'll have to see. Uh, next, with the 6-10, he took Kenny Gaudet. With the 7-3, he took Juju. With the 8-10, he took Kareem Hunt. And then he took a pick with the 9th. And then he took Melvin Gordon with the 10th. All right. Sorry, I'm getting a little bit time-constrained. Time constraints. But, yeah. Number four team in the league. We got... Wait. Excuse me. Number three team in the league. Wait, am I tripping? Oh, no, no, whoa, whoa. Oh my gosh, bro. No, Cambros. Oh my gosh, okay, Cambros. That was the number four team in the league. All right, I'm sorry if I confuse you. Cambros was the number four team in this league. I forgot the number five team in this league is K Leave. Mr. K Leave himself is the number five team in this league. Um Yeah, my bad about that. So Cambro's number four. Number five is K Leave. 
Um, yeah. Uh, he's got Dak Prescott, Jonathan Taylor, Tua, couple picks, Brandon Ayuk, Tyler Boyd, Michael Pittman, Sam Darnold, um, Damian Harris, Hunter Henry, Alexander Madison. Yeah, that's the number five team in this league. Number four is Cambros. And then number three is my dog, Lebo for three. Number three in this league is Lebo for three. What a coincidence. Uh, he's got Josh Allen, <laughs> Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, Terry McLaurin, Cooper Cup, Robbie Anderson, Mark Andrews, Dallas Goddard, Ryan Tannehill, Miles Gaskin. Number two in this league is my dog, A.S. Porcel. Uh, he's got Kyler Murray, Dalvin Cook, C.E.H., A.J. Brown, D.J. Moore, Denzel Mims, Noah Fant, Robert Woods, Christian Kirk, Danny Dimes, and Carson Wentz, and Chase Edmonds, and Jono Smith, and Jamal Williams, and Paris Campbell, and K.J. Hamler, and James Washington, and yeah, I can go on and on. And the number one team in this league, in my opinion, is Mr. Wing A-R-A-T-R-J. Uh, I'm not too sure how to say it, but yeah, he's got Patrick Mahomes, which in my opinion, he's not a top three quarterback in Dynasty, but he's close. He's, he's I'm not going to say too much, but he's just not a top three quarterback in Dynasty, in my opinion. But, yeah, I'll say that for my rankings. Um, he's got Pat Mahomes, Cam Akers, Nick Chubb, Allen Robinson, DJ Chark, Corlin Sun, Irv Smith, Debo Samuel, Naheem Hines, and Jared Goff. And Gabriel Davis. And Mitch Trubisky. And J.D. McKissick. And, yeah. Self-explanatory there. I mean, you got Cam Akers and Nick Chubb and A-Rob and Chark. And Debo and Cortland Sun, uh, stack team, and he has depth too, so that's why he is the number one team in this league. Sorry, I had to rush this, but <laughs> I was I seen it was an hour long, so I was like, golly. So yeah, thanks for listening to my league review. Uh, you probably don't care, but yeah, just wanted to make this and get this out there. Peace.